nostalgia, memories, growing up in Central Florida in the 1990s. What a bunch of sappy crap. It's the Sappy Crap Podcast. Starring Steve Bauman and Jarman Day. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sappy Crap Podcast. That's right. You are hearing correctly and seeing correctly. You are not losing your mind. We are back with another random episode of the Sappy Crap Podcast where the names That's are changed, right. but the we stories told are you real. We were done, but we are <laughs> lying sacks of crap. We're sappy crap is what we are. Sa- so, so here's the deal. So despite the fact that Jarman and I have done very good about being ahead of schedule, like mm-hmm. we've been incredibly ahead of schedule, life just caught up. It did, for finally. reasons we're going to talk about momentarily, <laughs> which kind of became the theme of this episode. Yeah. Uh, so I think what's going to happen is sappy crap is going to make rare and beautiful appearances, <laughs> like a phoenix rising over the horizon and taking a big crap, <laughs> and then it explodes and turns into ashes once more. Um, like that, <laughs> sappy crap is going to come out when we are just strung for time <laughs> and don't have time to prep but we don't want to give up on you our audience that's right um if this is the first time you're hearing anything on this feed i'm sorry um, somehow but uh this was a show we did for 40 episodes just talking about growing up in central florida uh, steve and i my name's jarman his name is steve i'm steve formative memories sappy crap yeah, and we covered all aspects of kind of growing up being adolescents and kids and, and especially in the 90s and it was in the early 2000s. It was a crazy time. Uh, but yeah, this episode, we're going to talk about rewards or awards and accolades. Uh, so yeah. And German, why are we talking about awards and accolades? Well, uh, this is not Steve's fault that we're not prepared to do this episode. It's my fault because I just have I ran out of time because the last like month and a half, I've had to be doing full-time voiceover work, but then also been writing and producing a uh, play, a short play, a one-hour play for a local fringe festival here in Orlando, Florida called Waiting for Godot. Uh, you might have heard other podcasts I've been talking about it, but it finally went up. It w- we had eight performances in the end, um, and it got great reviews in the local paper. This is the longest-running uh, fringe festival in the United States, which I was not aware of until this time that I went. Um, and so they had the big ones in like Edinburgh and then you have the, another big one in, in Canada. I'm forgetting where, um, but this is like the biggest one in the United States. And so out of 97 plays in the festival, um, we won the best comedy of the entire festival. And I was just like, my mind was blown because we were sitting there goofing around at the award ceremony at the end of the festival. And all of a sudden we, they call our name out like, what the hell? So it's like, we go up there and get it like, this is great. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, and uh, that was just pretty exciting, and we had a lot of attention and a lot of ticket sales, and it was just uh, it was a funny, nerdy play about two guys waiting for Gal Gadot to show up to the Wonder Woman 3 premiere, and it was it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so That's I, right. You heard it here, folks. Jaron went, and he won Orlando French Festival. I beat the festival. I beat the final he boss. He went, <laughs> and he wrestled it to the ground <laughs> and held it until it gave up. And because of that, I was so tired and I had so much work I had pushed off. Uh, unfortunately, I just couldn't do all of it at one time. So we were going to prepare a great play on nerds episode that I'm sure will be coming down the pipe soon. It's and still going to be great. I just couldn't prepare for it. So thanks, Steve, for coming up with this idea at the last minute. <laughs> so I think that's how we're going to do sappy crap from now on. If you yeah. hear a sappy crap is because we are desperately busy. It's true. But still, still deliver the great, great content you can always expect. So my opening question, Jeremy. Uh-huh which I didn't prep for you because 
we came up with this so late notice. <laughs> um, have you, did, have, did you win any awards for a sport? Oh, I, I actually mentioned that in my prep that I, the only awards I ever won for a sport, cause I did little league. I think that was the only sport I did, maybe a little track at some point, but I, I won participation trophies because that's what millennials got, right? We got our participation trophies. That's right. But did you win awards for sports? That's all I, I got. I may have won some soccer trophies, maybe, oh, but okay. I don't remember. I remember pins, maybe. Elementary school like soccer, buttons. maybe? Yeah, like young soccer, like nine and younger soccer. <laughs> and the only sport I really played after that was I was in the Junior Magic Basketball League. I vaguely remember you doing that in Winter yeah. Park. And hold on, I'm gonna snap my cat who is yowling at another cat outside. Can, Stop it! I can hear it. <laughs> Shut up, Truby. <laughs> Pancakes doesn't love you. That's the name of Troubadour's boyfriend. Oh, nice. Choice named him Pancakes. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Leave this all. In. Oh, of course. Why would I take it out? Uh, uh, junior Magic, uh, and my team. With it, with not say no help from me, but very minimal help from me, went undefeated. We got to do a game before the magic game at Magic Arena, Orlando Magic. Yeah, New Orlando Magic. Uh, and we won that one and we became like junior magic champions undefeated. Nice, and it was a big deal. Uh, I did not start once, <laughs> I worked pretty hard, and my coach was cl- clearly proud of me because. The last game of the season, not the finals, but the last game of the regular season, he tried to put me in. He tried to start me, and we're about to get a tip off. I'm like, yeah, I finally get to start a game. I worked so hard all season. And the ref goes, we got six men on. And he points out that we're up a play. Like, we have too many people on. <laughs> and the coach just goes, uh, Steve, come out. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so I got pulled right before the only time I was going to get to start. <laughs> he did that on purpose. You know, he's put you out there. You knew you were the That's extra right. guy. He's so like, yeah, I, I know math. <laughs> The kid will be like, ah, oh, he was going to start me. Thanks, coach. I'll be the good guy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's dark. Um, so, yeah, I won a trophy for that. Wow. Yeah, that is the only sport, and that was 11 or 12. And for those of you guys who don't know uh, abroad, the Orlando Magic is the uh, a, a basketball team from Orlando. They were very good in the 90s. Um, Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal, Horace Grant, uh, Penny Hardaway. I knew those That's names. So back many then. more names than I know. Because back then, I actually knew the names of people who played in that team because they were good. It was like the Bulls were huge with Michael Jordan at the time, and we played the NBA Jam game, and all their faces were in there. And I like I like playing NBA, our local team. Hang time. time. It was great. I'm in the zone. I'm in the zone. Can't buy a bucket. Uh, so <laughs> we uh, now I don't know anything about sports, but uh, yeah, I think when I played little league, uh, they shoved me out in the outfield and then prayed I didn't get the ball because I was terrible. Uh, yeah, no, no what's, awards for me. <laughs> what, what's your, what's your earliest non-sports award or accolade? The big, the first remember? one I can think of, um, I might've gotten another ones, but nothing I can remember until high school when we had the thespian awards and I got best actor for something. And I don't remember which play it was for. I but, think so. What was it? And I still have the trophy. They give us nice, like high quality trophies. And I still have it. So it was so nice. I'm not going to throw it away. It had to be junior year or before. Mm. And now let me tell you why I know this had to be the case. <laughs> it had to be the case because you were nominated up against Chris Nice. Mm-hmm. So it may have been sophomore year. Like it may have been your first year. And you and it would have been you as Elwood. 
Yeah. And he was going as the, uh, the, how to succeed in business without really trying guy. Um, yeah. And so I remember he, I think lost (laughs) and was so mad. He was so incredibly mad. I just remember how upset he was the rest of the night. Yeah. That's why his last name isn't nice anymore. And since he would have been a senior our junior year, that's why I said it had to have been my junior year. But I can't remember what shows we did junior year. I can't either. But uh, yeah, I got that award. I got, old. To, I got to take a picture with my co-star uh, who I had a huge crush on. Um, I think, you know, secret kind of crush where I wasn't going to act on it because I think I was dating somebody. But I always, I always admired her and thought she was pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, I remember that. That's like my first big award that was non-sports related. So what about you? Uh, so in the fourth grade, I remember we were coming from recess and this other class was way behind us. And I held the door at the top of the stairs for an inordinate amount of time. <laughs> okay. And the teacher came up and was like, that was very polite of you. Here's a note. Come to my classroom later. And so I went back thinking I was like in trouble or something. <laughs> I showed the note to my teacher and she's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, oh. so like an hour later, she's like, you can go on down now. So I go on down and walk in. I'm like, am I in trouble? I'm really confused. <laughs> And the teacher like very publicly thanked me. And then I got to pick a sticker out of a box. (laughs) (laughs) What a reward. That was my first, like, here's your reward for a public thing. (laughs) Although I will say my girlfriend is a middle school drama teacher. And she says kids, even up to middle school, still go wild for stickers. Like they think it's a great thing to get. So does she have enough stickers? Because at some one point I bought her stickers as a classroom. Oh, then maybe that's part of what she's been given out. And this kids freaking love those things. Yeah. That she still has. All right. Well, we'll get her some more for next for next school year. (laughs) That's very nice of you. Uh, and then in the sixth grade, I remember at Glenridge Middle, where John and I both went to middle school, mm-hmm. which still exists, but is a completely different location now. Yeah, it's much prettier. Uh, we there was like a school awards thing for, called the ET Students, extra terrific students. I remember that. And each team in each grade, I think, got to nominate. I don't know two people. Three, I don't. I don't remember how many it was. And if you got nominated, there was like an award ceremony once a once a month with administration and parents were invited and there were some like light, you know, cookies and punch sort of things. Mm-hmm. They give you a certificate. And so I got nominated and won that one month. <laughs> uh, and, you know, that was one of those nice things where I'm like, oh, an administrator knows my name. I don't know if that's good or not. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I've got a picture from that event of all the winners that my mom took. And if you look in it is, uh, I'll just use her first name, Christina, mm-hmm. who would have been an eighth grader at the time. Who And she won it the same month that I did. Oh, and wow. So I've got a picture of ET students with. Christina, who German later dated. <laughs> That's so cool. That's really uh, cool. In, in there. And I think I asked her about it once and she didn't re- recollect at all. <laughs> well, I mean, people had, like me had bad memories of these things. You have a great memory for all this stuff. I which, was just like, look, I've got a picture, though. So you could not remember, but you were there. <laughs> is that one picture that's gone in the fire? Or do you still have that somewhere? I I may still have it somewhere. You should scan that or take a picture of it and send it to I'll me. I'll see if I can find it. <laughs> I only have like two picture books. If it's not one of those, you're screwed. But you saying that reminded me of my earliest accolade that I can actually remember, which I think okay. was fifth grade. It might have been six, but I won the dare uh-huh. essay contest. 
So that might have been fifth grade. I think I vaguely remember this. Yeah. And for people out of the United States or people who are, you know, over, under 30, uh, I forgot what it stands for, but it's drug awareness. <laughs> readiness evasion. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it basically was an anti-drug um, big thing. I probably the Reagan's started. Their uh, mascot was a lion. Yeah, and basically you'd have cops and people and, and DEA agents stuff coming to schools and teaching you all about drugs and showing you terrifying videos and what, why you shouldn't drink alcohol or drugs. And so I remember I, one time they brought D DHT seed weed. Oh, and lit it so that we would all know what it spelled like. So I we could remember that it. too. Yeah. But so you had to, everyone had to write an essay. I, I don't know if everyone had to do it or if I just, you had to, some people volunteered to write an essay to try to win the oh, competition. We definitely all had to do it. <laughs> but they picked mine as like the winner of like the whole school with, I think uh, Cassie Santiago won it with me. Um, Cause we have a picture of me and Cassie Santiago at the award ceremony, at like the local Shriners uh, thing or something. We had to go up and I had to wear a little suit and everything. Um, and I was, cause I really didn't like drugs or alcohol and Steve and I both didn't like that kind of stuff so that's why we, i won and i was really proud of myself being that's a huge right. i was basically a huge narc and a huge nerd so that's what happened yeah i mean german and i only drank i think two times in all of high school yeah man and it wasn't like rager kind of drinking it was like let's ask someone's cousin to buy us three six packs and split them between seven dudes <laughs> and we were so tipsy man yeah off those um, wine coolers and zimas <laughs> It was a lot of, um, yeah, Mike's hard at lemonade and Smirnoff ices. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> sugar that'll just kill you. Oh, and I did um, win at, at high school. I did write this down. I, do, I think it was during the chorus award ceremony. I won a superlative award of the best dressed. And I was very proud of that. Probably more than the best actor. Not <laughs> <laughs> uh, later in middle school, you and I had the same piano teacher for a little while. Yes, we did. And she had like a quarterly competition where it was key signature races to see. Yeah. And she would do flashcards and you'd see how quick you could name all the key signatures correctly. Mm. And I really sucked at this. And I really and I remember having my own flashcards and practicing with my dad and like really trying to do this. <laughs> and so I went in and it was like test day at the end of, of the session. And I did it and I had been like over a minute and got it down to like 32 seconds. Wow. And she was like, well, I only have one more student. It's Richard. He's coming in next. Do you want to stay? And Richard was this new kid. He was young, like nine. <laughs> um, but compared to me, he was like a piano prodigy. Oh, he was very good. Like even when he came at nine, he was years ahead of where I was because I was <laughs> such I just didn't care about piano. Really? I know. Um, Neither did I, unfortunately, wish I did. I wish I did, but I just, it wasn't my passion. Um, and I remember he came in and Miss Palmieri did the test first so I could go. And I thought I had a lot to 32 and he came in and like blew it away at 28 or just something insane. Oh, just knocked my time out. And I was like, uh, uh, okay, I'll try again next time. <laughs> this is the time where you didn't get an award or accolade. Yeah, I didn't get an award. Oh. <laughs> I thought she was going to be like close. a video award. I was or something. so close. Like I remember, he had like just started like two weeks prior, hmm. and I'd worked like for months trying to do this. <laughs> well, came um, really close. <laughs> I won a best actor thespian award at some point for what I can't a hundred percent remember. Oh damn! 
I think it may have been grandpa and you can't take it with you. That would make sense. Yeah. Because I think Kelly won for um, the miracle uh, worker. miracle worker. And so I think I remember there's a picture of the two of us, which are trophies, but I don't know. I won one at some point. And Steve had dedication for that part because he shaved male pattern baldness onto his head, which is amazing. Oh, yeah. Spent the whole thing in like a wheelchair. <laughs> it was a lot. It was great. <laughs> High schoolers playing old men. Always a good idea. High schoolers playing old men is awesome. <laughs> well, if I move to college, it's the next place I can think of any kind of award that I won. It would be after college, actually. That not, I was an underachiever in college. But I was trying to do too much stuff at once, but mostly just trying to get girls. Um, so when I went to, went to work for CNN after college, um, our department that I eventually got into as a media coordinator, uh, we would do handle all the video coming in, the raw content of video for all the news stories, and then basically to label it and put it in the proper system. And then when the news desk would call, they'd ask for a video of this, we'd help them find it. Because we're the ones who store the video away in the vast library of videos and content that's in audio files. And so when big news stories happen, they put these cameras on these events like for 24 hours. And we have to kind of clip the content. Something happens, watch it, make sure for like 24 hours make sure, and people are watching these videos constantly. And one of them was the BP oil spill in 2010. And so people just would sit there and watch the oil from this camera coming out. And if anything strange happened or different happened, we had to mark it down and send it to the news desk. And it's gr- brutal work. And they're basically sending us all this information. All this, and we had to stay there for long hours. And they bring pizza oh, to feed us for free. So we got a Peabody Award for our department for doing all that hard work on the, on the BP oil spill. And the same thing happened a year later for the Arab Spring. Um, which is basically all these different countries and the, these Arab countries were having revolutions and overthrowing their governments. And they thought it was going to keep growing and growing and growing. Uh, and it was also with the start of Twitter. And then Twitter was a big part of that Arab Spring. And we had to cover that for 24-hour stuff. Some people were staying overnight in the hotel above the headquarters and stuff. And they kept bringing us free food, which I liked. Um, so we got an, a Peabody Award for that, too. So technically, I do have two Peabody Awards sitting in my office right now. And if I wanted to, I'd have to pay, but I could buy the actual statue and get an actual award. But if you're not getting it as an individual, they don't give you the statue for free. You have to purchase it off your own money. So That makes sense. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You, If you don't put on that on every resume you've ever had, <laughs> and I'm not talking even under like awards and accolades. I'm talking at the top in front of your name. Peabody Award winner. Double Peabody Award winner. Two-time Peabody (laughs) Award winner, Jarman Day. That would be at the top of every resume I set down. So I think it's a missed opportunity, but for the play we did for the festival, um, the guy who co-starred with me, he's won a couple of pretty prestigious local acting awards from the the local paper and stuff like that. And they said, uh, Orlando Sentinel award-winning actor, um, Steve Pugh, and I thought it would be really funny to put Peabody Award or two-time Peabody Award winning Jarman Day. Because <laughs> I think people would think it was. A- <laughs> you, you have absolutely have to put that. But I thought people, I thought it, it'd be great. Is it people- true? And is it defendable? Like, do you have yeah, proof? Yeah, in then, my office then, right now. Then you need to put that everywhere you possible. <laughs> I'm not even kidding, Jeremy. But no, I thought it'd be so funny because they think it was a joke. Have to. They probably would have thought I was I was joking. And that'd be funny part would be is that it's actually true. So I thought that'd be hilarious. And all you have to say is, uh, yeah, it was for my work at CNN. And then that just they're like, whoa, whoa. it'll mystify everything. 
That's all I'm I gotta not say. Kidding you. That's you true. need to put it on every single thing you can from now on. And it is on my my voice acting website, JarmanVoices.com, but it's it's buried under the About Me page. You know, like by the no, way, no, I also no, no, won no. two Peabody Awards. <laughs> Two-time Peabody Award winner Jarman Day. <laughs> You need to get that on business cards tomorrow. And that's all it says. And then my email address. <laughs> Contact if you live in mystery. <laughs> what does he want from you? What is this card for? No one cares. He's too. If you find me, you've earned right. my services. <laughs> if you have to have my prices, you can't afford me. <laughs> uh, I, I won in not one. I got nominated in college. Uh, for Irene Ryan's competition, That's or otherwise known as KCACTF, the Kennedy Center for American College Theater Festival. Oh. Which is a big thing um, hosted out of the Kennedy Center in New York. Uh, and it, you have to, your, your, the show you're in has to be submitted for review. They send official reviewers. And then from each show, if they feel they like nominate, I think it's two people to go participate in this larger competition festival. Oh, okay. And so I got nominated. I, I think I got nominated sophomore year. I think for the show you saw, I think for the crucible, I got nominated. Oh, gotcha. And so that next year, the department was like, you know, we haven't had much success in the past, but this year we're really going to make a go at it of sending people and making sure they have the rehearsal they need because we want, I remember Andrew, our director was like, he was really saying like someone could win hmm. if we give it the time. So every one of us was required to sign up for an indip- two credit independent study, which meant for f- four hours a week. It's a lot. And we, and we had to rehearse. And that was the whole thing is we were rehearsing in front of each other and coaching each other and picking pieces and stuff. And really a whole class worth of work towards this, but doing a monologue, right? Um, one was, one was a scene. So each one of us had to have a partner. Okay. Um, so I picked some underclassmen who was just happy to be there and was pretty talented. <laughs> uh, Dan Armerding, who we had on for our beer episode of a play on nerd. That's right. Good guy. He was my partner for that scene. <laughs> and we picked, I picked a super provocative scene from the show bent. Oh yeah. I vaguely know about bent about like cross dressing men and gay men in, in like Nazi Germany. Yeah, way to go right for the wall, man. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. There's a scene. This is the scene. Uh, it's they're on the train to be taken to the camp. And the the Nazi guards just made him have sex with a dead girl. Oh, my God. It's just post this. And he walks in and has to, like, tell this other guy what he just did. Jesus Christ. Why'd you pick that scene? Because it was like, because that's the kind of shit that wins these things. Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. Same thing with the Oscars. I'm not and wrong. Emmys that's and everything the kind else. of shit that wins these things. <laughs> Damn. And, and Andrew agreed and he knew it. Mm. He knew it. And we put all this work in. And then if I remember correctly, the the about three months before the date of the competition moved. And it was right over like tech and dress for our spring main stage, which was being directed by the teacher and with like which five of us were involved with. Why the hell they move it? I don't remember. But I remember <laughs> it was just this huge deflating like, oh, all that work. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I remember Andrew put on like a final performance for us down in the black box. He's like, I don't want of all this to have gone to waste. Yeah, yeah. So let's do a night of performances, invite the department. And so we got to do that. Well, that's good, at least. 
And for that performance, Dan and I switched parts. Just at the very, at the very end, just like suddenly. Yeah. Because it didn't, because in the, in, in the monologue, there's one guy, the guy who did it, who's really like the lead in the monologue when it mm-hmm. comes to in the dialogue, when it comes down to it. Uh, and I was that guy because I was the performer that was being featured. Right. But then when it didn't matter anymore, I was like, Dan, you want to try, <laughs> try this and I'll do be the other guy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that works out. <laughs> so we switched for the final performance. Uh, but that was one of the times where I was nominated and I had a chance to go compete. And then it just, just didn't work. Well, as they say, it's an honor just to be nominated, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's like when uh, I went to audition for uh, grad schools for acting mm-hmm. and I didn't get into any of them, but I got waitlisted for one. And that was DePaul university out of Chicago because they were the one pl- audition that didn't have you do a monologue. They have you come in with a random person also auditioning and you do a, a blind scene basically with that person. Um, and I, I thrive better on like, you know, hand me a script t- 10 seconds ago. I'm much better at doing that than a lot of other people are, but I'm much worse at doing a monologue that I prepared than other people are. If that makes sense. Yeah. Not my no, strong I'm, suit. I am. I also very much prefer live reading. Oh, I don't know why everyone else does not agree with me. I'm glad you agree, but I think we have more of that. No, monologues are always tough for me. Yeah, me too. I just stink at monologues, um, but live reading. I can, I can pick up just about anything. Yeah. So I wish all those college auditions were ahead that way. It just doesn't work that way. But yeah. Uh, and then uh, the only other thing I remember winning is our theater department awards in college had a yearly award show called the Spam Awards. <laughs> okay. And you would get little cans of spam on tiny pedestals. <laughs> and I won a golden spam for something. I have no idea because the categories were kind of weird. <laughs> of course. Um, so I won for something, but really my big win was, uh, when I was asked to host by the, the theater department chair asked me to host my senior year. That's pretty and cool. And that, that was like my win. I was like, ah, everyone else can win all these awards. That's my victory. And your teacher probably knowing safely that everyone will agree with him that you should do it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Maybe I was not, I was in a lot of shows in college. Absolutely. I was very involved with the department. I was master electrician. I was there a lot. Um, the professors liked me for the most part, you know, I got cast a lot because I was agreeable and they knew I was going to hit my marks and say my lines. Well, no, um, liked guy. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, but among my peers, I was never really heavy in the social aspect of it. Uh, there was a sort of what was considered an elite group of performers called the university players mm. who a got giant scholarships. But B, they they went out and performed at schools and uh, did a lot of educational material kind of stuff and were sent out to tour. And they were considered like the elite group. Ah. And I auditioned for them two times and got rejected two times, despite the fact that I had all these roles and I'd been nominated for Irene Ryan's. It like wasn't enough. Uh, And that really became the inside crowd Ah. of the department. And so I would never was really involved with that. So I made. there were two other senior guys that I don't know, may have been the better pick or, or the department as a whole may have been happier with mm. <laughs> it might've been the right. way to think of it. <laughs> it's weird because I was just talking to Jolie about this the other day that uh, all my theater experiences throughout my life. Generally, I don't get along very well with a lot of people I'm in the plays with. I'm not very well liked among the theater crowd because they're very dramatic and they, a lot of drama external outside of the stage. And so I just love being on stage and doing the work itself. 
But then I generally was never really accepted very well by a lot of theater departments I was in. High school probably being the exception. I mean, you and you got along with pretty much everybody in high school uh, theater. But um, beyond that, college, professional, anything else, like I just kind of like do my job and I get out of there because like they just don't seem to like me very much. <laughs> Same thing in college. It's just they just those clicks were really strong. And I was even though, I was, like you said, getting a lot of roles. I was in a lot of plays, getting cast a lot. I was never in that top echelon of the, the, the oh, here are the, yeah. the cool people of the theater department. Like, I guess I didn't really want to be, you know, because good for them. But yeah, I was in, you know, more than half of the shows I could have been in in the time there. Hmm. I was master electrician, did lighting design for two shows. I directed for one of the shows, one of the seasons. Like I was all over the place, but yeah, I never, never got that social aspect of it, I guess. Yeah. That's fine. We we made our own social waves, so there we go. That's right. <laughs> as long as I've got my body pillow, Kiku. And so, last thing I'll mention is, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna skip right over that. <laughs> right past, skipping it. right past your body pillow. <laughs> and uh, I got one award at work uh, while I was at Ooh. CNN uh, back in the day. Because now I work for myself, so I'm not gonna give myself any awards, even though I should. Um, and that Whoa. was uh, basically employee of the month as a tour guide at CNN, where I started off as a tour guide there and I got employee of the month one month. So they don't do anything like that at Apple where you work. No, I get recognition for amount of years I've worked. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, so I've got a five-year plaque and a 10-year like, it's like a solid aluminum bookmark. It's heavy enough to kill a man. <laughs> it's so big. <laughs> Very nice. Um, and the only thing I can think of at work is at one point we, I, we, the lab I worked in when I first worked, when I first started working out here, uh, we got a call at like 1030 at night because there, because something had broken and this one team needed as many of this sort of thing as we could give them mm-hmm. immediately. And so it, the question became, who's the closest? And I was the closest. So I said, I will be there in 15 minutes. Give me a half hour. I'll find all of X thing. I will give it to whoever shows up. So like 1030 at night, I drag myself into the office. I single-handedly go and pull these very specific things this team needs. I wait for about five minutes. They said he's there. And the person that comes to pick it up is like a director. Ooh, like a big So wig. that's when I know this is like something real. Like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, and so I hand over the units. It's done. I get to go home. It's like 1130 or 1145. Like two days later, uh, one of the guys comes down and goes, hey, so we really appreciate what you did. And guys have a buying because we heard you're the one that came in at like weird odd hours and did this crazy thing. And they said, we've been, I guess, nominated or they had a budget for it where they could give like corporate gifts Hmm. to other people as like thank yous for things. And so they gave me like a $300 corporate gift thing. I don't even know. It basically came in the form of a gift card. Oh, gotcha. Uh, and I remember that I was just at the spear, like the spear tip of this terrible situation. And the rest of the team did do a ton of work the next day, mm-hmm. but I was just sort of the first guy there. So I remember I, I took it and I spent it on uh, some ridiculous uh, like steer horn drinking mugs that <laughs> <laughs> I got one for everyone. Uh, but as people left, they just kind of left them. So I have most of them back now. <laughs> they They're in left a them. How dare they? <laughs> They're just like leave them on their desk. Be like, I got to go. <laughs> now, Steve, uh, I know the true story of what actually happened. So you came in late that night. The next morning, 
you're called into work uh, and you go to that same director's office because he wanted to see you and you don't know what's going on. You think, am I in trouble? Like, what happened? I thought I did my job well last night. <laughs> and then they make you wait an hour and then all of a sudden he gives you a sticker. <laughs> I get to pick any sticker, any sticker I want. you want. <laughs> I got one with a tractor on it. It's so cool. <laughs> That's totally where I thought that story was going to go. <laughs> oh, if only. If only. Oh, man. I think that's a great way to end this thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> any sticker I want. Any sticker you want, you 34-year-old man. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that wraps but, up this episode of the Seppy Crap Podcast. Thank you for mumbling, drumbling, and stumbling with us down memory lane. Yes, uh, it's been a fun time, and hopefully you'll see one of these again sometime in the future, but not too soon because we like to be prepared, and this just happens when we're not prepared. So when you hear us, it'll be funny and desperate. <laughs> Take it easy, folks. <laughs> uh, the good old days were always that good. Yeah, that was that something the like right that. Side off? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Here's a sticker. You did a great job. <laughs> I get to pick one. <laughs> no, no, you're getting this one. <laughs> All right, pick which one you want. Tractor. Again? Jesus, killing tractors. What's going on here? <laughs> Born on a farm? <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Happy <laughs> crap. This podcast was brought to you by A Play on Nerds. <laughs>